Welcome to the Love and Light Podcast, where we talk about self-love, growth, healing, and personal development through real-life experiences, valuable lessons, and unique stories of inspiration towards living a life of authenticity, self-awareness, and abundance. I am your host, Chrisal Sokol, and I would like to honor, acknowledge, and thank you for listening to this show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Love and Light Podcast. Whether you are a consistent listener or a new listener of this show, again, I'd like to honor, acknowledge, and thank you for tuning in. This really means a lot to me. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. For today's episode, we are going to talk about becoming your own rescue. Now, this is one of my most favorite topics to talk about because we're going to dive deep on self-awareness, self-love, and self-worth. And let me just tell you, it is not pretty. In the last episode, we talked about bouncing back from rock bottom. And basically, this topic is kind of connected to the previous episode. So do check that out if you haven't yet. I hope that you are ready for this. Becoming your own rescue is going to be one of the most challenging things that will happen to your life. Because you're going to go back to the old pattern of saving someone again and again. Because honestly, that's what you're used to. I mean, we see these in movies. We read about it in some books. We listen to it in some songs. Now what I want you to do is break this myth right now in your head that you need someone in order to complete you because first of all, you are complete. You just don't know it yet. We grew up in a consumerist society, which simply means that they need you to buy stuff. And the easiest way to do this is by convincing you that you are not enough. You know, sooner or later, we believe that we need this product in order to be beautiful. We need that thing in order to get that girl or boy. Or that we need this in order to be liked and accepted. But here's the truth. You only need you to complete you. I may not know you on a personal level, or I may not know your background at all, but I know that some part of your life You were broken and bruised, and I know it's easier to go and just look for that perfect person to mend you and say, hey, you complete me, please don't leave. But what's really happening is that you are being dependent on another person to fix you or save you, where in reality, everything that you want and need is already within you. If you don't have what you want or what you need, you have the freedom of looking for it and getting it. You don't need a man or a woman to rescue you. Once you chase, you give away your power. Once upon a time, I was also in a constant search for that perfect person to mend me as well, which led me to attract people in my life that only emphasized my belief that I was not enough. And so that belief led me to attract experiences in my life that emphasized it. For example, in dating, I have always believed that I'm not enough. So I'm on a constant journey to prove that I am enough. Until eventually I got cheated on. I definitely felt like I wasn't enough. You see, no matter how good the person you meet is, if you believe that you're not worthy yourself, you will never be worthy of anyone. I know that sometimes it's hard and difficult to believe that you are worth it, But you have to try. Otherwise, the same experience and pattern will repeat over and over again until you finally get it and see your worth. 
I remember I tried convincing my exes that they were worth it back then, and no matter what I did, they still couldn't see it. I didn't know what else to do to prove to them that they were worth it, but I didn't know better that time, so I forgave myself. It's wrong, you know? You can never rescue someone who doesn't want to be rescued. You can never rescue someone until you rescue yourself. In the process of trying to prove that they were worth it, I lost myself. Here's another thing. People love company everywhere you go. Sad people make other people sad. Hurt people hurt people. Demotivated people demotivate people. And I also learned that miserable people always want company. Now, I want to pause here for a minute and ask you, who are you hanging around with? How do they really make you feel? Do you feel good around them or do you just feel worse? Who do you feel empowered with? Do they bring out the best in you? Go ahead and pause this if you need time to reflect. If you want to rescue yourself, you have to be willing to make hard choices. I've learned that being attached to the people you meet in life might become one of your weaknesses because here's another truth or another hard pill to swallow. Not everyone you meet in life will stay with you all throughout your journey. Some of them are placed in your life for a season and maybe that season is meant to teach you a lesson. I know it sounds cliche, but it's true. Just to share with you as well, I grew up abroad for 15 years. I've been transferred to seven different schools and I remember the heartbreak of having to leave my friends over and over again. I eventually got over it, but it took a lot of time and effort to not attach myself to anyone. Non-attachment. That's so powerful. Non-attachment. People come and go. I mean, we've got to accept that sooner or later because no matter how much we try to convince someone to stay in our life, if their season is over, there's nothing much that we could do about it. The people we meet are teachers. Whether you believe it or not, they have a purpose in our life. They are there, they are placed there to teach us a lesson. For example, my exes taught me the hard way of loving myself enough to put up boundaries. Some of my past friends taught me the real value of connection and relationship. My parents are my teachers of life, and more importantly, the pain and suffering I felt caused by some people are the greatest teachers of forgiveness, love, peace, healing, and faith. Now let's circle back to when I said you have to be willing to make hard choices. Here are four choices you need to make in order to become your own rescue. First is, you have to accept and acknowledge where you are right now. You won't be able to commit to become your own rescue if you don't know the things that you want in life and the things that you don't want in your life. There won't be a knight in shining armor to save you. Time to put on the armor yourself. This is now called self-awareness. It's about having to ask so many questions to yourself that you can now identify how you feel, what you desire, and what parts of your life need healing. Second, in order to protect and rescue yourself, you have to learn how to leave and cut off toxic people in your life 
who does nothing but drag your energy down along with them. Again, toxic people make other people toxic. So what choice are you going to make? In my personal experience, this wasn't easy. It took a huge amount of courage to be able to say that I don't need them in my life anymore. First step in cutting them off is to acknowledge that they are not good for you. After I let go of what's not serving me anymore, I realized the power of the choices I make. If you're in a toxic relationship with a partner or a friend, I want to ask you, what choice are you making right now and why? The third hard choice I made was saying no. No, I don't want to do that. No, I'm not going to tolerate what you did. No, I'm not going to put you first before me. No, I've had enough of this. No, I'm not going to seek your validation. And in fact, I'm leaving you. I know that for some of you, this might be scary and there might be a lot of fears that are showing up right now. Believe me, that's okay. I've been there. That's your ego talking. Maybe you are like me who is a people pleaser. And as a person who used to be a people pleaser, my number one fear was not pleasing someone. I was afraid of what others might think of me. I was scared to be judged. So I ended up saying yes to everything and everyone because I was scared to stand up for myself and say no. I said yes to them because I wanted to please them so that they can love me and validate me. I said yes even if I knew I didn't want to. Even if I knew it would hurt me. Even if I knew it wasn't the right thing. I wasn't really authentic about what I felt and what I really wanted to say. So this is why courage is very important. You need it, because without it, you won't be able to rescue yourself at all. The last choice you need to make, which can sound easy, but it takes a great amount of effort every day to do this, because it's going to be a lifelong practice, is you have to rescue yourself first. What do I mean by that? Well, basically, you need to put yourself first before anything and anyone else. That means creating healthy habits for yourself. You can also refer to this as self-care. You put yourself first when you say no to your phone and yes to sleeping early. You put yourself first by developing habits to nourish your heart, mind, and soul. Remember this. When you say yes to yourself, you're saying no to something else. And vice versa, when you say no to something else, you're actually saying yes to yourself. Healthy habits like meditating, working out, journaling, reading a self-help book, listening to a podcast, eating healthy foods. You put yourself first when you consider your own needs and feelings before others. Now, putting yourself first doesn't give you the permission to do what you want all the time, or it doesn't give you the permission to ignore and invalidate the needs of others. You just need to learn how to prioritize. If you rescue yourself first, you're going to be of much value to everyone you meet in your life. And it's not going to be difficult for you to be there for your family or friends mentally and physically because you've already done things to put yourself first. That way, you won't be giving from an empty cup. That way, you can actually hold space for those who need you. Work on yourself first. Make sure that your cup is filled because if it is filled, it will naturally just overflow. You can give so much more. 
think about this by working out you stabilize your mood and energy and you also gain more confidence by meditating you enter a space of stillness and by connecting to the source you are aligned rescue yourself first and then come back and help others you see i learned that this world is always always looking for an example of how to treat you so show them be willing to be your own rescue at the risk of everyone's approval know your worth and if you don't know it yet i just want to say that you are worth it regardless of the past regardless of the mistakes you made you are and will always be worth it some of the things that we are experiencing right now might have been in our families from generation to generation these are unhealed traumas and experiences that have been passed down to us but here's where it ends heal yourself rescue yourself one of the biggest mistakes i made was building my home in other people i built it just the way i wanted to with decorations with the love and respect that made me feel safe at the end of the day i invested a lot in other people and eventually i evaluated my self-worth based on how welcome i felt in the home i built but what i didn't realize back then was that when we build our homes in other people we actually give them the power to make us feel homeless and when those people walk away with the homes we built then all of a sudden we feel empty and homeless because everything that we had within us was put into them we trusted someone else with pieces of us And the emptiness I felt back then doesn't mean I have nothing to build or that my worth isn't there. It's just that I built my home at the wrong place. As I come to an end, I want to remind you to stop being everything for everybody and nothing for yourself. It's not and never will be anyone's job to complete you. Your job is to work on yourself versus asking someone to give you what you need. Yes, being your own rescue is challenging, but it is worth it. You are your own rescue, so stop looking for someone to save you. To be honest with you, not everyone is willing to put in the hard work to better themselves. It's a choice that they unconsciously make. Let me leave you with this question as I end. Now that you know what you know and now that you're more conscious, are you willing to put in the hard work and make the hard choices in order to rescue yourself? Or are you going to wait to be rescued? That's it, everyone, for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I would like to honor and acknowledge you for choosing to grow and expand yourself by listening to this podcast episode. If you learned a thing or two from me, please don't forget to follow and rate the show. It would mean so much. And you can also share your insights or takeaways by tagging me at Krizalsaka or at loveandlightpodcast.ph on Instagram. See you in my next episode where you will learn the importance of developing healthy habits. Love and light always!